Hi guys, welcome to yet another edition of the Red Wall Podcast. I'm your host per usual, my name is Marcelo Inestrosa, and I'd like to welcome you to episode number 90, entitled Push and Pull. Alright guys, so this episode is sort of going to be another quasi-sequel to one of my earlier episodes that I've recorded in the history of the podcast. You may have heard uh, that episode that I recorded a while ago called My Secret Little Hideaway. In that episode, for a quick summary, I sort of told you guys about my first sexual experience and how I had it and who I had it with. I wasn't very I wasn't very specific just to protect the individual's privacy, but that episode was about my first time essentially and my secret little hideaway patio thing that I have on the top of my building here. And that place is, you know, where I go to do my most profound thinking, where I've come up with some of the through lines to some of the scripts that I've written in the past. So, uh, in short, it was kind of ironic that I had my first sort of sexual encounter up there. I won't go into specifics as to what the episode was about, just in case if you feel the need to go back and listen to it. I'll just leave that there. But this episode is about that specific individual that I was mentioning in the episode that I had the experience with. So, when I first met this individual, our relationship really started out really going on full cylinders. We would, you know, chat every day by text. We would, you know, tell each other about our lives, you know, talk about our favorite pop culture things, this and that. But as the time went on, and as we got more and more busy with each other's lives, we started to drift apart to such an extent where nowadays I only talk to him like maybe once or twice a month. And that really distresses me because he's not the type of individual likes talking on the phone or likes video chatting or likes even sending voice memos to each other by text. So he is the type of person that if you want to talk to him, the only way that you can talk to him is exclusively by text. And to me, that's a little, I mean, you guys, well, you guys don't know because I haven't told you this, but you guys know that I love to text. So to me, that's a little impersonal and a little difficult to deal with. So, you know, I kind of, you know, I kind of accepted it. I kind of took it because I, as you guys know, I don't have that many friends. So the, the few people that I have in my life and the few people that I choose to open up to, I'm very, very particular about. And once I find somebody that I like, I do my best to stick around as long as I can, and I do my best to make that individual feel comfortable in our friendship. If this individual does something that I don't like, I will mention it to them, but I won't, you know, vis-a-vis ram it down their throats like some other individuals might. This individual is really particular about the way that we communicate. Like maybe last month, this individual... Send me, you know, a couple text messages talking about a, uh, a show that I recommended that he was watching, which was for the norm because, you know, lately he's been watching the show that I recommended and he's been texting me different reactions and different comments to, to the show um, as he watches it. 
out of the blue, he tells me he's going to go on vacation to a specific place. And, you know, like a normal person would, I, I was like, you know, congratulations, you know, have fun. Uh, send me text messages, send me pictures, you know, send me stuff like that. I sent that message. And this individual says, no, I'm not going there to have fun. So I'm like, okay, what are you going there to do? I don't like, like, can you be a little bit more specific? I, I, you know, I didn't say this, but I was thinking about this when I read his response to my original text message. So he goes, I'm going over there to bury something in a specific place. And I go, bury something in a specific place? What are you talking about? And, and, and then he goes, oh, um, just last month, I got diagnosed with HIV and I have brain cancer. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. What the fuck? You got diagnosed with HIV and you have brain cancer? What the hell? Why the fuck didn't you tell me? I mean, I know our relationship isn't what it once was, but that's that's something that you don't tell somebody over text message. That's something that you call somebody over and you FaceTime them over or fuck, you come to their house and tell them. So I look, all, you know, all of these reactions that you're hearing me have right now are reactions that I didn't say to him, that, that I didn't text him. These reactions that I'm having right now are the things that were running through my head when he was telling me this. But I, being the good person, being the good friend that I was, and and I just wanted to sort of support him and make him understand that I was there for him and I would be there for him. But I was very, very, very upset that he did not tell me sooner. Because if he would have told me sooner, I could have been there for him. I could have given him more support than I than I possibly can now. Look, I don't want him to die. I love this guy. I really, really love this guy. Um. But I'm really, really upset that he didn't tell me about it. The fact that he didn't tell me about the things that were happening in his life really made me upset and it made me feel guilty. And I I spoke to a couple friends about the situation and they're like, no, you shouldn't feel guilty. It's on him for not telling you about his predicament. It's on him. You know, he's the one that imposed these handcuffed restrictions on your friendship. You didn't do that. So it's not your fault for your friendship sort of drifting off and changing after it started off pretty positively. A friendship or a relationship requires pull, push and pull from the both sides. And you cannot be that person pushing the relationship without any pull from the other person. So it's not your fault. My friends told me that Dude, you shouldn't feel guilty. I mean, it's a really crappy situation that you're going through right now and that is happening to your friend, but you should not feel guilty for not being there for him because he didn't tell you. So the onus was on him to tell you what was happening in his life. But since he didn't, you shouldn't feel guilty about it. Fuck it, I still feel guilty. I still feel guilty that I didn't I didn't speak up a little bit more and I didn't make it clear to him that I wasn't really comfortable with the type of relationship parameters that he sort of came up with. 
I think that's the defect that I have in my life where as I get older, I need to learn how to speak up and I, and I need to learn how to tell people what I'm really thinking despite of what may come out of their mouths after I tell them what it is I'm really thinking. I need to be a little bit more brave and be a little more, be a little bit more brazen in certain situations. Like there are only a, there are only like a couple people in my life right now that I feel that I can be my true self with. And these people, when I'm with these people, I am the truest version of myself. And when I'm not, I'm sort of the Kmart version of myself. I'm very, very particular about what I tell people. I'm very, very particular about what I show people. And I'm very, very guarded to some extent. And I don't want to ruffle any feathers. But I wish that I could that I could have been more comfortable with this individual. And I could have known sooner that he was suffering from this issue. Because maybe I could have helped him in some way. I guess, you know, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm asking you, you guys who are listening to this podcast right now. Have you ever dealt with a situation like this? Have you ever had someone just bring something on you? How, you know, did you did you react to the situation like I did? Or did you react to the situation like some of my friends would, you know, basically take their head off for not telling you? Are you a type of person that shows one face to one person and another face to a different person? So, you know, in the comments below, um, tell me how you would have handled this situation. Uh, but until next time, uh, that'll do it uh, for this edition of the Red Wall Podcast, episode number 90, entitled Push and Pull. But before I go, um, just do me a favor. If you like anything that I do here at all, I would appreciate a like, a comment, or subscribe on whatever podcast service you happen to be listening to me on at this very moment. But until next time, as always, I'll see you when I see you.